welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium-ish. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we talk all things paranormal, go on the occasional investigation, and receive messages from spirit and our spirit guides along the way. This is Ghosties. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. <laughs> How's it going? It's going, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I've got. I've got nothing. Got nothing. Mm-hmm. Nope. The same thing over and over. People don't want to hear it. Um, what is going on with the moon cycles? Aren't we about to have a full moon in like a few days? Yes. Yeah, yeah I think so. Cause my kids, well, my classroom students were off the charts today. So really? Uh-huh. Oh Lord. Yep. How many laps did people have to run? Um, I only gave out three laps today, but I made someone go stand in the hall for the third time in the past like week. And then I flagged the principal down to take that kid for a walk. And then I made said child go sit in the office for 30 minutes and read this afternoon because I told him he was not going to sit in my room any longer because I am not the one. And I used those exact words. Oh, wow. Yeah. He kept trying to like have this like back and forth with me. And I was like, this is not a discussion. (laughs) Like. Yeah, I would never have tried to get the last word in with my teacher ever, ever. No, me either. So I was like, I'm not the one. Um, get your stuff. Go in the office. And then he told the ladies in the office the reason that I sent him there was because he sneezed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, that was the one part of my fun day. So. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What moon? What moon are we going into? What's happening? Uh, It is the full moon in Virgo. Oh right. It's all about, uh, if I remember right, it's like integrating everything that you've learned and you know releasing what no longer serves. (laughs) Isn't that always the case, though? (laughs) Yeah, but with Virgo especially because they're perfectionists. Hmm. Mm Hmm. I struggle during these moon cycles <laughs> when they're in Virgo. I need to um, make some moon water. I said I was going to do it last time and I forgot, but it's time. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Fill up that pickle jar. Charge my crystals. Mm-hmm. Cleanse this house. I know you had some weirdness in your house like night last night and night before last. I definitely this morning had some weirdness. Oh, what happened to you? I just heard like even last night when I came out of the bathroom, I thought like pumpkin was in our bedroom because I heard what sounded like the floor creaking, but he Uh, was not. Oh yeah. And then this morning I heard something in the kitchen and in the hallway. And I was like, okay. Jeez. Nope. No, thank you. Yeah. That, that was pretty similar to what I was hearing the other night. It was sounding like, somebody was walking around in the house like dragons on the carpet it was yeah just no thank you it's time to do a cleanse (laughs) yeah for sure yep i'm not here for that Mm -mm, nope 
<laughs> let me light let me light some sage and incense while I'm sitting here while we're recording so nothing goes awry. <laughs> but really I'm doing it. <laughs> I know. Her to to send the link because I was lighting incense and oh yeah. There's the lighter. Yep, it's happening. Things are happening. Mm-hmm. Cleanse this space. I know. I'm too tired for nonsense tonight. <laughs> oh hello. Hello, hi. How's the sage going? Oh, smells delicious. <laughs> smells like like not any bad juju is what it smells like. Yes. Mm-hmm. like to hear <laughs> yeah. so this week we are talking about ghouls ghouls what's a oh sorry i was about to quote something and it does not have the word ghoul in it so never mind Ooh. okay i said anything what was the quote <laughs> nope not doing it nope i'll tell you later all right <laughs> nope not doing it all right So uh, a ghoul, according to legend, um, is a demon-like being or monstrous humanoid that originated in pre-Islamic Arabian religion, associated with graveyards and consuming human flesh. Ew. I know. Uh, It is said that when this demon-like entity possesses a human corpse, this is how ghouls are born. In Arabian folklore, the ghoul is said to dwell in cemeteries and other abandoned places. Some also state that the ghoul is a desert-dwelling being and also has the ability to shapeshift. It often assumed the image of a hyena. It is also believed that these said beings lived in the wilderness areas of Afghanistan and Iran. Huh. Yeah. It's really interesting, like, the more research we do, the more crossover. Yes. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. There's a ton of crossover, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for everybody that's been, like, you know, uh, a faithful listener of Ghosties and other paranormal podcasts, you guys are probably connecting the same dots that there is so many different crossovers in the paranormal where what one person says, you know, they had an experience with a demon Another person says it's an alien, but it's the exact same description. Yeah, or like same locations or like the fact that they shapeshift, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I know. So then I found um, some actual like written stories. There was only a few of people who claimed that they saw ghouls. I will give you one guess what state these stories are from. Oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> Where does all the weird stuff come from? In now, our- come on. It just depends on, I mean, listen. That is- I, you can't do that to me because we have several. All right, I'll give you one hit. Uh, the Newkirks. I mean, can uh, my first guess was Kentucky, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and not just anywhere in Kentucky, in Pikeville. Okay, my second guess was going to be West Virginia, but then I was also thinking about like Arizona and all those places with all the weirdness. But Kentucky was absolutely my first guess, but I was like, there's no way. Yeah, in Kentucky, Pike County, exactly where they were investigating in several of those parts of Of health. Of course, of course. 
So the people of the hills and hollers of Kentucky apparently call ghouls grave diggers. Um, Yeah. The grave diggers are small, usually white, furry, and owl-faced entities with small dark eyes, razor-sharp, needle-looking yellow teeth, and the ability to turn their head around 360 degrees like an owl. Their arms are short and spindly and end in long, nasty-looking claws. (gasps) Such beings are said to haunt the Garden State Parkway near the Pine Barrens, home of the Jersey Devil. Uh, But it wasn't until the publication of Mysterious Kentucky in 2007 that these creatures were fully described in detail when some witnesses came forward. Uh, Real quick, um, I just have to talk about all like the weird synchronicities happening right now because you're talking about they're calling them grave diggers and... (laughs) just so happens that Jackson is very big into monster trucks right now and the grave digger monster truck, which is really, you know, Oh yeah. It's really weird because where else am I going to hear that term? And then it also happened today. Um, something about rainbows and I've heard, had three like synchronicities with it today. And I know you have a connection to rainbows, but we didn't talk about that today, but it's just weird how all these little things are like, sorry, coming up. Anyways, Uh continue. Wow, I love it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so the the hill people call it. Um, this one account says in mid March of two thousand and six, I was contacted by a Miss Rose Sinkhorn, who had uh, heard mention of my ongoing attempts to collect reports of Kentucky's most mysterious creatures. She had this following story to say. Uh, this occurred in the nineteen seventies says me and a friend went fishing one morning it was in the spring uh around 1970 we had walked a few miles east on the l and n uh railroad tracks close to shelby city kentucky which is now junction junction city kentucky we would sneak into the pond to bass fish uh as long as no one had seen us i had been home before noon one day and i started back myself and left my friend fishing at the pond on my way back down the tracks all of a sudden, this creature landed a few feet in front of me on the tracks. And when I landed, it was like jumped from midair and landed in front of me. Oh. Mm-hmm. He said, all I saw was a blur, and then there it was. It stood about four feet tall, or stood rather squatted on two legs. It was covered with this very fine fur on its fat body. Mm. It had little round uh, eyes with a little round head that moved very similar to an owl's head, almost in circles. It had little round eyes and a mouth full of razor sharp teeth. Its teeth were almost transparent like a bat's. It sort of favored a bat in the face as well. It had small ears and a small nose, almost like a pug's nose. The thing didn't have any lips, just teeth. Its arms looked like it just came out of its chest and they were spindly, almost like a kangaroo's arms. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It had long fingers and a thumb on each hand with long claws instead of fingertips. Its arms didn't have any hair or or fur on them. They were slick and oily looking. I know. The thing couldn't see well in in the daylight it appeared as it squinted profusely and seemed to not notice me several feet in front of him. It acted as if it was watching for the trains. It would rub its tiny head on its arm every now and then, 
constantly turning its head back and forth similar to an owl. Suddenly it looked right at me, but still it couldn't see me. And I was only about 30 or 40 feet in front of it. I could see its fur moving as the breeze blew through it. The creature never made a sound. I was dumbfounded. I had never seen anything like it before and still haven't since. I wasn't scared at first, but I wasn't really sure what to expect. Just then, I slipped on a rock and made a sudden noise, and the thing suddenly darted its head in my direction. It shot upwards 40 feet or so and landed several uh, hundred yards to my left. So it was almost like it darted up into the air and then jumped all these feet in the opposite direction of where they were. Uh, yeah. Uh, he said that when he finally got home and described the encounter to his grandmother, his grandmother said, that's what the old people call a grave robber or a grave digger. The things move real fast and dig in graveyards and dig up the corpses and eat them. Do not. Oh. Yeah. Oh, barf. Girl, when I send you a picture of this thing, I'm not nope. going to tell the morning. <laughs> No, I was going to say, please don't tonight. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Where is the other one? Okay. So the second one comes from Pike County, Kentucky, where a lot of the Hellier uh, phenomena was occurring. Um, this was from June of 1990. Um, the, the person that this occurred uh, or happened to, his name was Billy, but he only wanted his first name mentioned. So Billy said he was able to view this bizarre very clearly on a summer afternoon. Billy said, I was a young teenager. I was walking up the hill behind my parents' house. Their house is nestled deep in the mountainside down the valley on eastern Kentucky in the hills. So anyway, as you walk, you pretty much walk straight up into the mountains. After making the uphill climb, the ground uh, levels out a bit and goes on for miles of very thick, dense forests. Suddenly, I spotted what looked like a very large white dog, just as I had gotten about 20 yards into the wood line. I was still seeing it from a distance, but it clearly looked like a white dog, almost like a husky. I was just a quick glimpse. Suddenly, I didn't see it anymore. Then it appeared again in a different area of my vision. It was almost like it blurred and then appeared somewhere different. Uh, it was broad daylight and in the summer, so it was well lit in the forest area. Um, it said it must have been moving pretty fast because I lost sight of it continuously for about five minutes. So I decided to just continue to walk in the same direction. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it was then that I came to a very, very large bush. The bush was directly in my path, so I had to go around it. When I did, I was in for the surprise of my life. Suddenly, I, as I peered around the corner, I realized that what I thought had been a dog in front of me was in front of me now, but it was no dog. It was white and covered with hair, and it was standing up on two legs hunched over with very small arms, very high on its body, almost like a kangaroo's arms. It had no shoulders. It was at eye level with me, but in quite a hunch, putting it almost at seven feet tall, as I am very well at six feet tall. Mm. We stood face to face and made full eye contact for what felt like hours, neither of us moving a muscle. The encounter probably only lasted five to 10 seconds before I turned and ran the, uh, as fast as I could down the mountain. I was terrified. 
Its eyes were fire red and the way it stared into my eyes made me feel like something was going to kill me. The terror took my breath away. I, I know. I kept the story to myself for years because I just thought that the people in the hills would think that I was crazy. So I just kept it to myself. He says that another friend of his down the holler experienced a similar encounter to his uh, on uh, Penny Road off of US 23. He said that uh, this person saw the exact same description. What he thought was a small white dog ended up standing up in front of him uh, when he was hunting in the forest. And it was probably like four and a half feet tall. Uh, but when it stood up, it turned its head around almost 300 degrees and looked at it. Or looked. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, nope. Very strange. Nope. Don't like that. Nope. Don't like that. Um, and that encounter, he said that the eyes were glowing red. Uh, that reminds me of one of our stories. Was it the hunt for the grays? Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. It, it's very interesting. Like there was some, uh, stories when we did the skinwalker ranch episode that would never air that all of them <laughs> were like red eyed and had hypnotic stares. Yeah. I think it was Erica that was like, do you know about that skinwalker ranch i was like yes <laughs> i do and i don't want to talk about it. <laughs> i just can't i mean i can't wait to get to the other side but i will be anxious to hear why exactly all that happened like to that episode why it went away i want concrete answers <laughs> yep yep so I sat down with the guys just like usual and I asked them about uh, ghouls or grave diggers. And here's what they had to say. So first they said that some of the old school encounters with ghouls, like how they're described as demonic type entities, uh, were really like uh, an encounter with a low level entity. But that was more so back in the day, they said. They said now... Uh, First, they said, um, again, you know, this was an encounter with a low-level entity back in the day. But now, um, since there's actually, like, tangible encounters, almost like Bigfoot encounters with these things, they started showing me, um, like, the chupacabra. Mm -hmm. And they said that the ghoul or the grave digger uh, is very similar to the chupacabra. It's said that both of them are basically waste-eliminating creatures, um, I asked them if they were like cryptid in nature and they kind of laughed at me um, and <laughs> said, yeah. They're like, oh, you silly girl. <laughs> I know. They, they kind of laughed at me and they said, well, everything that according to y'all hasn't been discovered yet is a cryptid. So they made me feel like it's just an animal of a species that we haven't discovered yet in terms of at least the physical sightings that have been seen. Okay. And they're just showing me this right now. Um, I don't know what type of like chemical plants are in Kentucky specifically, but they made me perhaps there was some sort of pollution that happened in certain portions of the mountains that caused some sort of genetic mutation in some sort of animal that also created this 
weirdness and how it came out once it was born. Does that make sense? <laughs> um, yes. As I'm looking up on a map right now. Um, what, say? what part is Pikeville in? Uh, let's see. Do you know if that's, I don't know if you know off the top of your head. Kentucky. Uh, let's see. It's in Pike County, Kentucky. It's to uh, Prestonburg. Let's see. I'm trying to get the map open here. What is it near? Like, what main big city? Do you know? Uh, hold on, I'm waiting for the map to come up. Uh, Pikeville is close to, it's to the right of, sorry, I'm trying to get this screen to, it's to the right of Lexington. Okay. There are, I'm zooming in, several, um, power plants over there. Yeah in that area um i don't even see that those cities listed on there interesting i was trying to see if there was like some major like you know kentucky chemical plant like i don't know kentucky explosion chemical plant oh there was one in covington two months ago <laughs> oh dang yeah Are that we- was in louisville though Okay. There was one in 2003 in Corbin, Kentucky, but I don't know where that is. I see. Okay. Well, they definitely make me feel like some sort of uh, chemical caused some sort of like genetic mutation and the breeding created like some weird offspring. They made me feel like they're not super prevalent. Um, maybe there's like a handful of them up in the mountains. They don't make me feel like they breed super often either. Um, they said that, uh, usually one type of meal or like usually they'll feed off of, you know, whatever's left over in the forest. Ew. I know they've made me feel like they stay in the forest, but they will venture out if they're hungry enough. Um, and they said that after they eat, they go into almost like this hibernation type of state for a little while afterwards. That's why often they're not seen um, because they eat super fast and then they're, they're asleep. My question is how long is a little while? Mm, they made me feel like a couple of days. Okay. Yeah. They said that they are wicked fast. Um, they mm. be very wise to never come across one of these things or tangle with them. Mm. It made me feel like they don't the best of eyesight they made me feel like their eyesight is similar to a bat's okay um they said that uh let's see lost my place um i asked why exactly it was that people had associated these creatures with graveyards and they said in the past graveyards had been used uh in rural areas they used to be uh like in the forest off from the family homestead um And they said, usually, especially after uh, they developed better hygiene practices, they would put these, you know, way off outside of the town. So they'd be secluded. And usually they were next to some sort of wooded area. So they said that these things would just wander out of the woods and happen to catch wind of this rotting 
carcass and they just went for it. I know. So I, again, asked them, I was like, so this is not like some paranormal cryptid. And they were like, no, it's just an undiscovered species that no one's seen yet. Oh, great. I know. I know. You're, you see this picture. (laughs) No. Yeah. Send it to me tomorrow. That's not tonight. I'm not. Yeah. I don't need any nightmare fuel. I need to sleep. (laughs) Seriously. You do too. Well, that was my, my episode. (laughs) Well, that was cool. You know, it's funny. I've never really looked into like that a ghoul could be something different. Mm-hmm. You know, other than like a, a some sort of ghost or something. I don't know. I know. Well, I didn't really think much of it until I had been reading that book, um, The Inhumanoids, um, while I was doing research for one of our other episodes. And I came across the stories of the grave diggers. And when I saw that the hill people had basically called ghouls grave diggers and that that's what they had described seeing up in the hills, I thought maybe there is some validity to the stories maybe it's something that's morphed into something different Ugh. i know it's just some of the creatures that come out of there i'm not <laughs> it really makes me wonder like you know is that what some of these goblin sightings are like was there some sort of chemicals right. you know and i mean i love to lean into the paranormal all the time but I mean, if there was a chemical spill, then who's to say? There might be some little mutated creatures running around up in the mountains. That's true, but I would almost wonder how they would survive if they were so badly, like, affected. But I guess they can. I don't know. I know. It's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of questions now. I know. (laughs) I know. Well, anything to add at all? good no i have nothing (laughs) (laughs) i have not much to add these days we are doing our next episode will be go share um so if anybody has stories i know some people have started like contacting us finally excuse me through email and our website which is cool so if anybody has any stories to share or questions or anything then you can always email us the ghosties podcast at gmail.com or uh find us on tiktok facebook instagram and youtube yep i think that's it yep. <laughs> <laughs> go back and, wa- and listen to our old episodes if you haven't caught up because we have a million of them that's right and if you have ideas for new content we um would love to hear that because we love to explore the unknown Yes. Yep. All right.